Welcome, Vols fan, to the second episode of this week. New for us, requested by you, obliged by us, hopefully. We'll see how this goes. Uh, they say a shorter show gets more viewership. It's up to you to do so. Be sure to... But a taller man gets the hotter woman. <laughs> Ain't that right, Bird? <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, look at Stetson Bennett. He's five foot two in real life. Six one if you look at ESPN, five two for real. I gave him five five. I will. That's Bryce Young you're talking about. <laughs> we want to thank you for tuning in. Remember, go down below, hit that subscribe button. That way you are uh and the notif the notify icon next to that. That way you know when we're posting these out now that we're doing multiples. If you're on the podcast, we thank you so much for the continued growth that we get on the podcast side. Um, for some reason, you would think video would be a little easier and it would gain more traction, but it really doesn't. Uh, the podcast does much, much, yeah, just much Just a bunch better. of bums talking about Tennessee football just for fun. <laughs> so we really do appreciate it. Guys that don't know what the world we're talking about at the end of the day. We're just shooting it straight here, but we really appreciate it. We do like it. Hopefully, you get a little bit of, of comedy from this guy. We want to, as always, have the Duke, myself, Brandon Bird, and our special guest, Franklin, back for the second episode. We've gone through everyone. We've given our preview of all except for the last two, one in the East, one in the West. They don't need any introduction, um, but we will be back right after our little intro video here to talk about them. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, welcome back to the final preseason breakdown. We're going to do the East first. Georgia, 13 SEC championships, 59 bowl appearances, which puts them in second place for that. Bulldogs went from 1980 to 2021 before winning the Natty. Mm. But in that in that time period, though, they did claim a slew of East Division championships, 02, 03, 05, 07, 11, 12, 17, 18, 19, 21. And some people out there, old Bulldog fans, say that dropping Mark Rick from head coach was the biggest mistake that they could have made, as he is still amongst the most winningest coaches in college football history. He went from 2001 to 2015 with Georgia, winning 145 games and only dropping 51 during that time period. Guys, that's only 3.4 losses per year. So stepping in, uh, Kirby Smart, he's doing better uh, percentage-wise with the six seasons under his belt. And uh, now that he has his first natty, he gets to experience what we call the Saban struggle effect where he's going to lose the prime talent that he had last year to the draft, uh, the guys that are good but did feel like they didn't get enough playing time to the portal, losing coaches to job openings. As what's great is that he starts off this year playing the team in which he lost his defensive coordinator to. Is that right, defensive coordinator, Franklin? Yeah, to Oregon. Dan Lannon. Yeah. So the question is, does he have enough left over, and did he do well enough recruiting for kids that need to play right now to remain the East champion and give Alabama uh, a little bit of struggle towards the end of the year? What's your thoughts you know, on he that? Abs- he absolutely does. I mean, he's recruited five-star after five-star for however many years he's been there. And, I mean, have you seen our tight end room? Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, we're just going to put five tight ends out there and just walk the ball down the field. Hey, you know, the uh, as Tennessee Can fans. Can Stetson bit, take a snap on the shoulders of one of your tight ends? <laughs> well, we got one guy. He's like six seven. So, yeah, he'll be able to see over the line with him on the back of him. Yeah. Be like that scene from uh, Mad Max where – you know, he's just on the shoulder throwing the ball. <laughs> I was thinking more of uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, just carrying Frodo on the back. <laughs> he is an inch taller than Bryce Young. I <laughs> so, Stetson Bennett's also 47 years old. As, as yeah. as, he's been that, there that long. I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Just loaded up for it. As Tennessee fans, we uh, you know we've been bit by the uh, star rankings, um, and of course, uh, <laughs> not being what they should have been. We saw Jerry Garantano last night uh, in his debut in the NFL as in the uh, Arizona Cardinals, and uh, people, oh, he he's looking great. He he really pumped up, uh, you know, during the draft and blah 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 preseason. 
Dude was seven for 14. It's like a typical JG. What are you talking about? Right down the middle. <laughs> Which is not going to cut it. If Josh Dobbs did not earn a starting position, you know this dude's not. Josh Dobbs is a Jim Bob Cooter <laughs> of the NFL now. So we will jump right into this schedule. Uh, Georgia has already, everyone has said, they're leading the East. The East is all about the conversation piece is who's going to come in second. So my question to our guest is who is going to be in second? We've heard Kentucky, we've heard Tennessee, and we've heard South Carolina saying that all three of these teams have rebuilt sufficiently enough to where it's going to be between the three of them for this year. I mean, it's Beamer ball, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So the the Duke Mayonnaise Bowl winner from last year, he's done the right things. He's brought in Spencer Rattler, who, let's let's face it, he hasn't seen that many SEC defenses coming at him. And you think that they are in the hunt for second place. Absolutely not. But, uh, no, <laughs> absolutely not. No, yeah. I just thought I'd lead that up and then flop around. I just wanted to say Beamer Ball. It's fun to say. Beamer Ball. See, Beamer ball. so I, I take Beamer Ball as, like, one of the most gimmicky things in the world. Like, they were the first team to ever bring no. that accessory to the field in that daggum lunchbox no, at no, Virginia no. Tech. No. Oh, okay. You're going uh, yeah. back to original Beamer Ball. Yeah, I'm going back to the originating of okay. Beamer Ball is the – it's a daggum blocking punts and field goals, okay. special teams crap. So, you know, they always have that accessory with the lunchbox. I was like, are they going to bring out a dozen eggs or something <laughs> for the cocks, you know? But, you know, they're going like, you know, to have a – they're going to come out with their milk carton of eggs. That's, you know, just, uh, just a thought. Hey, but that gimmick st- stuck with them, you know. Not no, like, they got, they're bringing it back this year. Ain't been there for unlo- however many years. They're bringing un- it back Unlike this year. Vanderbilt's gimmick of putting in – the female soccer player to kick field goals. Yeah. That's a bold statement, Bird. It's rough. It's hard to say that. I was thinking more of bringing out the anchor. Oh, That's gimmicky. Oh. Jumping in week one. Actually, I want to uh, pull this up. We'll, we'll jump right into their schedule right after we get okay. back from this little maybe skippable ad. Maybe it plays for you. Maybe it doesn't. We'll see. Hopefully it does. I like their Georgia Bulldogs podcast logo. It's pretty cool. That's, I mean, that that would work. I mean, that's, de- that's decent. Decent, you know, the Paul. I mean, Smokey's got a Paul. Podcast. Kentucky Cats got a Paul. Everybody got a Paul. Alabama has a Paul. Fine bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but he went to Tennessee. <laughs> Could have fooled me. 
All right, fans, welcome back to the show. We're uh, all about the Georgia Bulldogs right now and how they are going to fare out on the season. They will open up the Chick-fil-A game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Seems like they've been doing that for the past since that was built. That makes sense. It's a 3.30 p.m. Afternoon game, so there's the they're, they're getting the early because there's the late one too. Ten bucks says it's Alabama. It's Alabama, Texas, <laughs> and I haven't even looked at it to see. I'm just guessing that uh, it. Nope that they open up with Utah State. So who Alabama does? Y'all keep talking. Let me look at something. <laughs> That's like their second game is Texas. Texas oh, is their second it? game. Yeah. So, Georgia will be playing Oregon, as we have already said. <laughs> and uh, I've already have mine down because last week I got some crap about not saying who mine was or uh, mine's already down. So, sometimes I forget to say it. Uh, with Oregon, of course, I've got the dub. Franklin? Oh, Georgia's going to win like 42-17. Really? Yeah. I'm going to write your... You know who Oregon's quarterback is, right? No, I do not. It's Blow Dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Bo Picks, you mean? That is... Yeah. You know what? I did know that because I was like, I thought he was gone. Like, I thought he was going for the draft. It said he transferred and... Bo Picks is going to absolutely get picked off by Georgia. Yep. Oh, yeah. Can't get away from him because he played him every year at Auburn because that's the, what, the hate week or whatever. Mm-hmm. I do think it's a little sloppy, though, first game of the season. It's going to be a little slow out the gate. George, Georgia's going to win. Oh, yeah. It's going to be uh, 35-21. The next one we really – they go on the road, and they go to Samford. And so she. I'm just going to put W's across the board. Their logo looks like a Mack truck logo. It's it, pretty good. It does look like a Mack truck. Uh, and then, contending for uh, second place in the East, <laughs> for some people, uh, Georgia will travel to Columbia, South Carolina, play the Gamecocks. I have a win. And there's three games on here that I have marked that if Georgia is just playing down and the other team is just playing great and uh, uh, calls aren't going the way that they should be going and, and just everything is the perfect storm, I have three games marked that Georgia really needs to be at the top of their game, which they are every week anyway. But three games marked. This is one of them. Duke? See, I just ain't – I ain't as high on on South Carolina as everybody else is. Like everybody else in the nation's high on USC to uh, Southern California. They ain't, play, they ain't proved crap to me. Yeah, you win six games in the SEC last year. Okay, Vanderbilt, win. You know what I'm saying? Missouri. Missouri, win. You know, it's just – I mean, yeah, they have stunk in the past. I'm just not up on them like everybody says. I think Georgia blows the doors off of them. 
I mean, it's going to be like, I mean, South Carolina might score 10 points, maybe scores 10 points. 35-10, dogs, that's what I'm saying. And we're definitely not asking for scores, but if you want to throw them out. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, no, it's no, no, no. Like we used to. I'm marking sorry. it. Well, we will week over week in the preseason. This is. But, oh, I'll forget. I'll quit. I'll quit saying No, no, no. But if you've got it, throw it out here because I'll write it down. Okay. That just helps. If you if you if it if it just I can make fills up a you score, up. I promise. Whether it's true or not, I can make up. A score. What's What's great, Franklin, is uh, as we get rolling with these with these uh, week over week predictions, and we start seeing how people are playing. Uh, it is It is not unlike the Duke to start throwing in scores like nine to three, <laughs> and and, and uh, Vanderbilt for you. <laughs> oh. Or someone will just beat the crap out of someone, and there's a safety oh, in there safety somewhere. There too, yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Just for funsies. South Carolina. I know you have the dogs for a win on that. Yeah. Next one's real easy. Um, back at home. I sorry, I said that that Samford game was away. It is not. It is at Sanford Stadium. Yeah. So back home. So coming back the home. College is probably named after the same guy. <laughs> they did almost beat Florida last year. <laughs> Who did? Sanford? Sanford. Yeah. Hmm. There's going to be a lot of people almost beat Florida this year. And by almost, I do mean beat them. Uh, hosting, <laughs> hosting Kent State. Uh, back at home, that big dub on that one. Five hundred grand to Kent State over under. How much did Georgia pay him? Probably a million bucks. Over. Marcus all down for dubs on that one. Uh, yeah. In, in, anyone say that uh, over under of eighty five? <laughs> What points? Yeah, is that combined? Yes, that's a. I'd say under. I give it <laughs> under. Yeah, he ain't gonna run it up on them. Nah, like it'd be like running it up on a special needs kid or making. <laughs> <a> kid, <you. laughs> Don't think you can say that nowadays. Need to insert the clip of Larry the Cable Guy on that one. <laughs> Lord, I apologize on that. Please be with the pigness down there now. <laughs> New Guinea. New Guinea. What? Whatever. That's what I added in school. So after they <laughs> do what they do, now I can't even look at Kent State with a weapon. You should have said a school for the deaf and blind. That would have been Because those actually exist. Oh, we will travel to Columbia, Missouri. Where they will beat the living crap out of Mizzou. My guess is they're on e, uh, SEC Network Channel Two. Yeah, <laughs> on yeah. that one, yeah. the alternate channel. Oh, going back home the next week. This is now we're up to October eighth, and uh, playing uh, hosting Auburn. Oh, that's going to get ugly. 
It, don't, what's that called? Is that called Hate Week or the oldest rivalry in the South? What do y'all technically call that? That's the South's oldest rivalry, I think. Something like that. Hate Week's Georgia Tech. Oh. Now, to the funniest part of the schedule, which I absolutely... <laughs> Just writing this down. I had to do a little bit of research on it because their page, uh, georgiadogs.com, does not show this, so I had to go search it. But we approach this week, which is October 15th, which would be around everybody's what? Bye week. Nope. Um, homecoming. This is Vanderbilt uh, homecoming? And so... <laughs> For October 15th, it's Vanderbilt. <laughs> I'm telling you, they just need to start paying them. Every team in the SEC schedules Vanderbilt for their homecoming game every every year. And that's just, you know. So this would make the third team in which we've previewed where Vandy is the homecoming game, which is normally a cupcake game. And in this instance, it is a cupcake game and a conference win. That's just the wind with sprinkles on top. <laughs> That's what that is. If you had to throw a score. Based, Me? Yeah, based off of Vanderbilt's, you know, big stomping of Hawaii. Blind squirrel plays with his nuts every once in a while, my daddy always <laughs> used to say. 52-6. Wait a minute. So... Do is this two field goals or a touchdown and a missed field goal? It's a touchdown and a missed extra point. Missed PAT. Is. Okay, That's exactly what it is. The first <laughs> one of the game, they'll keep it close. It'll be like fourteen to nothing, and Vanderbilt has has the ball and they score and they feel real good about themselves. themselves and missed then, extra point, bah! and then the game's over. <laughs> they don't score again. Fifty-two to six. There it is. There's your baby. Uh, Georgia will then hit the road October 29th, travel to uh, Jacksonville. The world's largest cocktail party. And, Outdoor cocktail party. And that's why that you had to say that for me because I was just fixing it. I don't know if you saw my eyes when I was like, does that really say Jacksonville and not Gainesville? Yeah, they, yeah, they played neutral site there forever. Yeah. So, Florida. This is not one that I have marked as a... Uh, They've already. Caught, I mean, this. I guess this is always a CBS game because I'm looking on the schedule. It's already marked three thirty CBS game. Yeah, yeah. They're probably saving the police department a little time if they don't have a seven o'clock kickoff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Franklin, how bad did the Gators get whooped this year? Sunbelt Billy's going to want to go back to being a raging cage. I mean, it's just going to be like stupid. And this is the eighth you know, week, so he's had his butt handed to him at least six times by now. I mean, the thing is, like, I absolutely hate that stadium, and every fan does too. So they just want to get it done quick and get out of there. Are we talking like uh, college mercy rules, <laughs> where if it's seventy-two in the first quarter, <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be a running clock by the fourth quarter. Like it's just going to keep running, no timeouts, no nothing, and they hope for that extended TV break to keep the score down because <laughs> they, they're not going to stop the clock. 
They're running T double S double A rules, high school rules. Just at this point, let it go. Let it go. Uh, when your quarterback wants to change your name because they don't want to associate it with guns anymore, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Huh? Oh, he, he no longer wants to be called AR fifteen <laughs> because Who? it's Florida's quarterback, Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Oh, that's news to me. Yeah. He, he doesn't like the nickname anymore because guns scare him. Because he doesn't have the guns to get the ball out there fast enough. Mm. I was trying to think of a good AR joke off the top of my head, something that would make sense. Like, yeah. But I couldn't think of something. Like he's not going to get in a shootout anymore. <laughs> Coach, I'll just hand the ball off. I don't like throwing it anymore. I'll just hand the ball off. I do not have a rifle for an arm anymore. I quit working out because of this. Might even change my number. <laughs> Can I be AR-17? <laughs> What's a nice name for... How about eight? Let me be eight, then. They, after absolutely brutally punishing Florida, they will come back to Athens... Where uh, Tennessee comes to town, <laughs> and you know we're still mad about that hail mary. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> still, still after the Botch Jones hail mary, there's a small chance. I don't know what other games are that week. There's a small chance that ESPN Game Day could be there. At they very well. Could be Small there for that one, and, that it, and it all depends. We know what Georgia is looking like at that point. Uh, they're eight and zero at that point. Tennessee potentially seven and one at that point. Mm-hmm. If they've beat LSU and if they've beat Florida, mm. they T- haven't. <laughs> 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 then uh, going back to. Episode one of this week, you know, we talked about uh, SB Nation's uh, Robert Barons. Uh, he said that Tennessee should finish ten and two, which would just have them losing to Alabama and Georgia. You say, "What have you been smoking?" And how Tennessee can I get some real of it? Pick, Y'all are the real pick to finish second, though, in the East. Not by ESPN, but we all know why that is. Second in the East, first in everybody's heart, buddy. (laughs) So, I got us all down for Georgia on the win on that. I would like to hear Franklin's uh, guess on the score without seeing, you know, we're still preseason, so this is all just make-believe. It's all make-believe anyway at the end of the day. Everything. Yeah. 42 to 24. That sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds exactly like last year's game. Sounds about right. Well, you got 17 last year. We'll keep up with them in the first half. Improvement. And pull away from in the second half. (laughs) Georgia will pack it up, hit the road, go to Stark Vegas to play Mississippi State. Probably the worst place in the SEC. (laughs) No Saturday, November 12th. I've heard it. That's what I've heard. What does Leach and company have to throw at 
the Bulldogs. 65 and, attempts. <laughs> yeah. That's what? In the first half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. That's a trap game for Georgia. No, a trap game's next week. The next week. The next week. If, that, if you could call it a trap game. They're going to look at Kentucky. They're going to look at them, Tennessee. And I think, honestly, if Georgia loses a regular season, it'll be to Mississippi State. It'll be something stupid. It, I, Yes. Yeah, when I was adding in my potential problematic things, I looked at it and was like, man, that Mississippi State game, that's, that's one where the, something, something happens. You know, the weather's bad and – well, what was it Big V said two weeks ago? Roll in there. It's cold. It's been raining. Uh, election <laughs> didn't go your way. <laughs> yeah, he got he. Got, I mean, he just got rambling. I just let, just let him go. Let's let Big V do what he wants to do. Just let him go. Balls wet. They hadn't had nothing warm to drink, and they mm-hmm. uh, they give it up. So, uh, Kentucky, at this point in the season, this this late in the season, um, they're either all in or all out. Yeah, you know well, e- either Will Levis has gotten hurt because he had no one around him and he tried to take the ball in too many times and gets hurt. He has no one behind him. Uh, everything rests on his shoulders. Um, or they give him a good fight. Uh, regardless, I still have Georgia down for the win. And y'all? Um, it's going to be a low-score game. It really might be one of these, you know, 12 to 6 games low. <laughs> Duke, that's, a, that's your kind of game right there. What was it? He said 12 to 6. 12 to 6? That's not going to be that low. But I will say <laughs> that we're talking about Kentucky or about, you know, Will Levis getting hurt. That Do you know who Coach Bud Kilmer is? You probably don't from varsity blue, varsity blues. I was, I was just from the Stoops from the from that, the West Stoops West Kane and Coyotes. Vibe. You know, yeah. he's there in the back room shooting up steroids to all his hurt players. That's the kind of vibe I'm getting from Stoops. He seems that I think that Georgia beats them twenty eight to ten. I'll give you a score on that one. Twenty eight to ten. I can so see him. Yeah, that's the kind of vibes the I statue. get. Bud Kilmer vibes. That statue still Stoops. stands, but only because it's too heavy to take down. Billy Bob, you get out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's that kind of guy. I can, yeah. I, especially watching him in the Tennessee game. Missed call. Could potentially cost you the game because they, they missed the face mask. And instead of being collective about it, you go ahead and get another penalty because you won't stop running your trap. Yeah, I mean. And then really cost him the game. That's just my guess. Finishing up the year, the in-state rivalry, Georgia, Georgia Tech. It is in Athens this year. Uh, Georgia Tech, that'll be an ABC game. You think so? For some reason, Georgia Tech always plays on ABC. I'm a rambling wreck from Georgia Tech and a hell of an engineer. (laughs) Little so, no, hey, little known fact here. I've actually been to two Georgia Georgia Tech games. One at Bobby Dot, who's named after Tennessee guy, and one at Athens. Just bottom line, just telling you the truth, I've been to two of them, and Georgia blew the doors off of them both times. Called them nerds the whole time. 
Think about that for a second. He's, call, he's kept calling Georgia Tech nerds, which, you know, it's true. But <laughs> So we all three have Georgia undefeated. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us. Wherever you are, we are. We are TN Fan Talk. Love you. Mean it. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.